Hey, hey, thanks for listening to Marshmallow's Hope. Hold on, pain ends. So I'm a little late posting episode nine. Um, I do apologize. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. And tonight is the last day of 2019. We are entering a whole new decade, 2020. How crazy is that? Um, it's like when you think about like the 1920s and you think about like all the old style, you know, clothing and the the 1920s music and all that, like, I don't know, I think about it and it's like mind blowing. And now here we are fast forward a whole entire century later, you know, and it's the year 2020. And that's just insane. I wonder like if you know, our kids or the next generations be like, hey, remember back in the day in the 2020s? You know, like, it's it's just pretty crazy to think about, right? Um, makes me feel old. I don't know. And I don't, I'm not that old, but yeah, I'm starting to feel old. Who knows? So, um, on the latest, uh, so my 17-year-old daughter, she... Um, has been, in my opinion, through hell and back. She's been through more than any kid in this lifetime should have ever had to go through. And um, I have to say I'm really proud of her. So for Christmas, I was like, so, Kate, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And first she, of course, said, I want an iPhone, like a typical teenager. But then she sent me this, like, random text out of nowhere and she's like I changed my mind I don't want an iPhone iPhones right now are too expensive there's nothing wrong with my phone and I'm like oh okay awesome so what do you want she's like well I want a t-shirt press machine and I'm like why is that you know and so she says to me well um you're always complaining to me that I need to have a job and I don't want to give up volleyball and I need to start making money, so I decided I want to start my own business. So, like, I hear this, and it's, like, the proudest moment of my whole entire parenting, right? I'm like, oh, my God, she's an entrepreneur like her mother, and this is amazing. So, it runs in our blood. Like, you know, when I was growing up, it was embedded into my mind that in order for you to be successful, you had to run your own business. And I watched my uncle who raised me. Um, he like I watched him, you know, start a lawn business company. And um, he was just like always like the, the wheels were spinning like he was debating on sponsoring this like boy band group and you know, starting a band. And so like he went through like these, these hurdles. And then now he has like an amazing, like audiovisual engineering company and travels all over, sets up sound and audio and all kinds of cool stuff for important people. And, um, he's making it, you know? So like, as, as I've watched this throughout my childhood and, and throughout the years, and then same thing with like my mom, you know, my mom started her own little, um, cleaning company. And then she went into real estate and 
I'm not really sure why she gave all that up because I felt like she was doing really good. Um, her and her current husband, they have like this side gig where they like flip homes. And so anyhow, entrepreneurship, like it's in my blood. That's how I've always, you know, grown up to, to think that like, yeah, in order for you to be successful, like, you know, you have to have your own company. And so I hear my 17 year old say this and I'm like, wow, this is an amazing idea. Like I cannot say no to this. I have to make it happen. And, um, I go online and I start researching and I'm like, okay, I got to buy her like the best machine if she's really going to do this. And I'm like, why is she going to limit herself to like just t-shirts? So then of course my mind, my wheels start turning and I'm like, she can make like personalized towels and, um, she can make like beanies and ornaments and like all kinds of stuff. And so I buy her this little machine and then, um, you know, she let it sit for about a week. Well, obviously a week after Christmas, she still hadn't opened it. And the other day I was like, you know what, Kate, like we need to really open this up. We need to set it up and we need to get your business going. Like it's not just going to sit there, you know? Um, so we do, we open it up and we make this t-shirt and it has like the boldest statement, I believe um, anybody can say. And so anyhow, she made me this, this t-shirt that I have been like wanting. Cause this is, this is how I feel. So my kid died by suicide and, um, I've never been angry. Like people say that as you go through like grief, you know, you go through like an anger stage and I have been angry at the world around me. Like I have, when I went through that, like really angry phase, I was like, basically like, fuck you world, but never angry at my kid for doing what he did, you know? And people would tell me like, oh, you, you have to get angry at him and it's part of your grief and you know, da, 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 da. And, and some people, when they grieve, they do go through that. They go through like, the anger of being upset at their loved one for leaving them behind. And I can totally understand that. I've just never felt that. Like I've never been pissed off at my Zachary and you know, like I, I wanted to feel that way, but I haven't felt that way. So, um, I understand it though. I get it. And so anyhow, um, I've, I've been wanting this shirt that says hashtag fuck you suicide because of anything, I'm angry at suicide, at the fact that, like, the thought crosses kids' minds or adults' minds or, you know, people who are suffering from these monsters of depression, suicide crosses their minds. And, like, that part of it pisses me off. So I'm like, fuck you, suicide, you know. And so, anyhow, um, I had her make me this t-shirt that's, like, hashtag fuck suicide. And that's how I feel. I, and, and honestly, I believe that like anybody who's had a loved one die by suicide has at one point or another felt like that, like fuck suicide, you know, and it is a really bold statement and maybe it's too crude and too, um, vulgar and it is what it is, but like, those are my feelings about it. And so I put it on a t-shirt and, um, I commend my daughter, you know, for, 
for wanting to take this step. And so anyhow, I posted it on this suicide survivors um, page that I'm a part of. And the page has like over 11,000 members. And sure enough, like the, the response that I received from that, it was so heartwarming and, and so, um, people related to me and, and to that statement, you know, and, and that's what it was supposed to do. But the most beautiful thing about it, it's, you know, it wasn't about the t-shirt. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful, super grateful that people are willing to support Kate, um, and, and her business, you know, and, and that's what it's about. Like, I want her to, finally get the sense of success, you know, but it it was more, um, it was so much more than that. Like I got the chance in, in a matter of 24 hours, I'm not kidding you guys. In a matter of 24 hours, I was able to talk to hundreds of people. Like literally the day before I was up until like two o'clock in the morning um, answering messages. And then the next day I got to work and, um, like literally my phone just blew up all day. But, um, the awesome, awesome part about it was I got to connect with these people and I got to, to talk to them about our experiences. Like, you know, some people were like, I lost my dad to suicide X amount of years ago, I lost, you know, my husband, my son, my daughter, my grandfather, my, my grandmother, like there, there were so many people that reached out just because of this fuck suicide statement. And it was like, thank you. Thank you for saying it. Thank you for voicing it. You know, we feel this way, but we don't say it. And, and that's exactly what I felt when, when I asked my daughter, like, you have to make me this shirt that's what I felt, you know, I felt like everybody felt my pain, and, and maybe some people don't feel like that, I don't know, but, but I, I just really strongly believe in my heart that, like, this feeling, this really raw emotion that I feel inside when I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, you know what, fuck suicide, like, it's because my kids should be here, it's because your grandmother, your grandparent, your dad, they should still be here, your husband, you know, they're supposed to be here, like, they all had a purpose, and they were supposed to live out their life until it was, you know, their actual time to go, but, like, who am I to say that that wasn't their actual time to go, you know, I just, at the same time, though, like, I don't feel that, that was for them to decide. Like, I understand that their ability at that moment was, you know, to think, like, my loved one's life would be better off without me in it, you know? And, and so suicide, there's the other, there's the other end of it. So talking to people, you know, before I myself experienced suicide, um, where it had directly affected me, I had heard so many people be like, you know, that person's a piece of crap for taking their life, or that person, um, was selfish for taking their own life and leaving their loved ones behind, but, you know, I, I feel like that's a huge misconception. First of all, that person was hurting inside, and that person's feelings were, were real, and the demons that they were hearing in their mind, telling them that the world would be a better place without them, like, 
to me, that makes them an extremely selfless person. And, you know, please don't misunderstand. I am not romanticizing suicide in any way, shape, or form. Um, I want, if anything, for for people to learn and for, for people to understand that. Like, your life matters. You're supposed to be here. You're supposed to live. And those demons that are telling you that your life isn't worth it, like, they're liars. And, you know, you, you're supposed to, like live out your legacy. You're great. You're a great individual. No matter how much your mind is telling you that you're not supposed to be here, please believe me when I tell you that you are. You know, life is beautiful. You have to like look up at the sky and you have to appreciate the beauty of the sun and the stars and the clouds and the colors, you know, like same thing like the ocean the ocean is my heaven on earth, like just the sound and that serene, peaceful feeling, your toes, you know, digging into the sand. Like I, I understand some people find that like disgusting and they don't like that feeling. But to me, it's just like curling my toes inside of the sand. There's no other feeling like it. And then walking into the water and having the waves wash away you know, all the sand from your body, and it just, it feels like pure, you know, like just purity, like it's, it's just purely relaxing, and to me, when I go to the ocean, it's like, as the waves like wash up on my body, and then they wash away from my body, it's like, it's taking away all of my problems, you know what I mean? Anything, any heavy load, like, that's my go-to place, you know? If I, if I'm having a really terrible day or I'm struggling with myself, I just envision the waves washing up on my core and, and then taking that, like, burden away back into the ocean, you know? So, I don't know. I just feel like life is incredible and I feel like we should just when we're having those thoughts, because I, I get them too, like, there's days where I'm like, you know, I'm a piece of crap, like, I'm not doing enough, and I should have done this, or I should have done that, and, like, maybe my kid would still be here, you know, and that's, it's just, again, like, being a human. As a human, I have thoughts of guilt, and I have thoughts of depression, and, and self-worthiness, and, you know, all kinds of negativity, like, I, it's just, we're human and, and, and it sucks that we have to have those thoughts, you know, but again, we're human and, and we just have to like overcome those thoughts, you know, but to me, what my kid did, it was extremely selfless. Like I know him and I know his heart and he would have never done anything to hurt me. Nothing, nothing intentional you know, and, and when he did what he did, I know in my soul that he did it because he truly believed that he was a burden and, and that, you know, my life and his siblings' lives would be better off without him in it. And he was so wrong. And I wish so much that I could like, you know, just shake him and be like, I love you. And, and, your life would never be a burden on mine. You know, like, he was the one kid that, like, just made me laugh and 
every day he hugged me and I felt so loved by him and I don't know it, it just sucks but nonetheless the point of it is um fuck suicide I I hate it I hate you know the person that I am because of it now I mean not that I I hate myself I don't I've, I'm I'm just different than I used to be but in some ways honestly I'm so much better than I used to be and I have God to thank for that, for sure. Like, I feel like um, God saw my pain and saw that I was headed down a really dark path. And he was like, come here, I'm taking you under my wing because you are loved and you matter and I'm helping you heal. And all of your problems, all of your pain, all of your burdens, just give them to me because I'm taking them from you. And that that like heaviness that I walked around with after my kid died, that like horrible pain. And and again, I still get that, guys. Like I still feel those things, but they're not a constant like they were, you know? And and it's all because of God's grace. Like I can't describe it. I can't explain it. I just know what I know and I know what I feel and I know what I see. And some of the things that I share with you guys, I understand. I probably sound like a whack job, right? But honestly, it's God, like, like the butterfly. So on, on Christmas Eve is when I, um, celebrated like my, my Christmas with my, my little family. And, we're sitting there having this big Christmas breakfast, and um, the boys are super excited. They got BB guns, and they're running around the house, and they go outside, you know, to shoot these BB guns. And as we're, like, hanging out around the um, dining room table eating breakfast, and the boys are outside playing, you know, I'm in there with um, my daughter-in-law or... I guess that's what I would consider her, and anyhow, and, and my stepdaughter, and we're all sitting there, and all of a sudden, this butterfly, I don't know where, my little butterfly just comes and, and says hi, but then there was another one, and I have a picture of my grandmother, um, who passed away from cancer, and when I was 16, and um, I actually was the one that found her um, when she passed away, so that you know, always, like, that image is forever engraved in my mind, but, um, I truly believed, I was like, oh my gosh, like, there's my grandma, and there's Zach, like, I know it sounds hoagie, guys, like, it's, I know, it's crazy, they're butterflies, right, and I, I don't know, I don't have all the answers, but what I do know is that in those moments where I'm missing my kid so much, like when I'm having breakfast with my family and he's not there and I, I know, like God knows everything, right? Like he knows our thoughts and he knows where my mind is going and he's like, no, Laura, you're not going to have a bad day today. Check it out. Here's a butterfly for you. Here's two butterflies for you. In the middle of like winter, which, mind you, the weather was freaking amazing. But still, we have no butterflies in December in Illinois that I know of. Especially that come out of nowhere and, and just show up on the holidays to, like, cheer me on. Like, I don't get it, guys. The only explanation for it is is God. He's, like, 
sending little angels, you know, to just appear and bring me peace. And the coolest thing about it is, so, um, my stepson's, um, girlfriend, she like holds this butterfly and I'm like, check it out. If I shine the line on it, it has a semicolon. So the semicolon is the suicide prevention symbol. And, you know, it's, it was, it was, it was created because, you know, your story hasn't ended and that's what it, what it signifies. Like, you know, your story continues on. And so, um, I shine the light on the butterfly and sure enough, it has a semicolon and it's just, it's just beautiful out of all the butterflies in the world, guys, like all the butterflies in the world. The one that comes to visit me has a semicolon on it, you know, and I, and I feel like it, it's also, it's not just to signify like my kid still be in here in some way, shape or form around me. Like I feel his, his joy, you know, around me at times. And so anyhow, I, I don't believe that it's just that it's also because that is now my purpose. Like my purpose is to help others know that like your lives matter and that you should keep on living because your story isn't over. So the semicolon to me has like a huge significance. Not only does it represent my kid, but my kid living through me and his story will never end until my last dying breath, you know, like his story continues. And the same thing for, for every person out there who's struggling, like your story hasn't ended. So the semicolon to me, it just brings me like peace and joy and, and out of all the butterflies in the world, you know, the one type of butterfly that has a semicolon printed on it, that's the, the butterfly that appears in my home when I'm feeling down. Like, that's wild. That's absolutely wild. And for, like, my mind can't even comprehend it. You know what I mean? But it's God, you guys. Like, it's God. It, it's God. There's just no other explanation. He makes miraculous things happen. And, and I think that he allows them to happen to us so that we can share them and we can spread the word and we can give people hope, you know, and, and some people may listen to my podcast and listen to me talking. All right, I'm turning this off. She's a crazy woman. That's fine. But there might be that one person, that one person that like believes in, in my word, because it's true, because I've lived it, because I've conveyed it to you, and it may hit home some way, shape, or form, like, right in the heart, you know, and, and then you may find hope in it, so, anyway, I really, really hope that everybody had a blessed Christmas, um, I really hope that everybody has a wonderful, prosperous new year, 2020 is going to be amazing, you guys. Um, I really hope that if you're struggling, please reach out to me. So um, my email is marshmallowshope, just like the food. Um, so marshmallowshope at gmail.com. You're welcome to reach out to me um, via email. Um, and check out Kate's Etsy page. She only posted the one um, shirt so far, but we'll be posting more stuff. Um, so the page is, um, K N B as in boy personalized customs on Etsy.com. And, um, 
So yeah, have a blessed new year. Thanks for listening.